In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, She went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Don't let the weight of this world weigh you down or control your life. I like that. I like that. Happy Monday to you. Tonight, we are back on the air. This is Minister Diane Jones. We are going to try to wrap up our series on deliverance tonight. We have spent... A considerable amount of time on this subject. Why? Because of the importance of this subject. I have to say from my experience, from what I've seen in my own personal life, from what I've seen even on um, Christian television, not too many churches are teaching about living holy or being sanctified and sanctification is a part of the deliverance process. Uh, So a lot of people are not getting delivered from their bondages and their issues. Um, I just finished reading a book. I, um, when I don't have very favorable things to say about the books that I read, I don't say the titles of the books. <laughs> but I just finished reading a book because, as I've told you before, people, I try to do research uh, and, and read information from other authors, from other ministers, from other Christians about um, these, these topics that we discuss on this show. And I just finished reading a book. And I was rather, I had to say, I I have to say there was some good, there was some good practical information in there and some good sound approaches for dealing with uh, lust issues, dealing with uh, 
immoral, how should I say, without the more moral issues uh, regarding sex, regarding uh, sex addictions and pornography and things of that nature. There were some good practical approaches. But I came away from that book feeling troubled and distroubled about the fact that this minister painted Christian men in the same light as all men, in my opinion, when it comes to these issues. And I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that because the scriptures tell us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. True. But it also tells us that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So I get irritated when ministers or Christians even talk about, talk about the sins in the world and equate them to the church. And when I say the church, I'm not talking about a building or, or the organization, so to speak. I'm talking about people that have been born again. See, there's a difference to me. And scripturally, there's a difference between saved and unsaved. There's a difference between holy and unholy. And Christian men, men who are living their life for Christ, men who are, who have sold out, who have given their heart to the Lord, do not have the same issues. They do not, they do not live a lifestyle full of lust and, you know, immorality. I think that it's important to, to, to make a distinction and not to, I mean, the things that he talked about in this book and the examples he gave were from men, many of them were from men in church. So in his mind, that made it okay to, to classify them as Christians because they were in church, because they were working in ministry, but yet they had the sins, these sins still as huge obstacles in their life. Well, I've got an issue with that. That says to me that they might be believers, they might believe, in Jesus Christ, they may believe that he's the son of God and that he came and he died for our sins, but they have not been born again. That doesn't mean that uh, a person who is a Christian can't fall. Because if you are slowful, if you become lax in your, in your, in your prayer life and in your you know, consecration, if you become lax, you can open yourself up to temptation and you can fall. And you can backslide and you can sin. But if you are a Christian, a born-again believer, and you, have, you are living for God, these are not characteristics that are normal for you. I hope I'm making sense to somebody out there. Don't call these men and women Christians when they're living a lifestyle of sin. They are in a backslidden condition if they're living a lifestyle of sin. And you know what? I didn't even mean to start the show off like that. <laughs> that
that was not my intention to start to show off like that. But I just got to thinking about what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> In today's churches, you don't hear much teaching on living holy or sanctification. Oh, Lord, help us, Jesus. Why is that? Why is that lacking in the so-called church? It's not lacking in the body of Christ, people, because in the body of Christ, that's where the true believer is. That's who the true believer is. We are the body of Christ. We make up the body of Christ. Every true believer, every born-again, blood-washed believer, those that have repented. Repentance means not that you just say, I'm sorry. That's not true repentance in itself. Repentance includes to be godly sorrowful, but it also means that you turn from your ways. You turn from your ungodly ways. You turn from your flesh. You turn from your wickedness. So if a person has not turned from sin, don't classify them as a Christian. Amen. <laughs> well, anyway, um, one reason for that is because many of the so-called churches have hirelings for pastors. I'm just going to tell it to you the way I see it. The scriptures tell us that the hireling will not protect the sheep, will not uh, nurture the sheep, the hireling will let the wolves come in, will let, you know, the snares and the traps and, and the, the false doctrine. And the hireling will allow those things to come into his so-called church. And, and he, he won't be committed to the sheep and he won't be committed to God, first of all. So uh, the way I see it is many of the so-called churches have hirelings for pastors, not true shepherds. Because the true shepherd is going to model after Jesus Christ. He's going to model after the examples that God gave us in the word, like Moses, like the apostles. You know, he, he, uh, the true shepherd is going to model, model after those characteristics and I am looking for and waiting to see more of the men and women of God that stand for righteousness and stand for holiness and begin to preach the word of God and teach the word of God and live the word of God according to his standards and not ours stop lowering the standard Stop minimizing the ability and the power of God to transform lives and to change us into new creatures and to make us victorious and to help us conquer sin. Stop, stop making excuses in ourselves. Of course, we can't do any of this. We can't do this in and of ourselves because we're born in sin. But with God, all things are possible. So, I don't, I, I can't, they don't truly love God. They don't truly love his ways or his people. So, so they don't spend too much time cultivating the people of God. 
helping them get set free, helping them to deal with their issues, helping them to get over their bondage. They don't spend too much time on that because you know why? That's not glamorous and it's not popular and it's not prosperous. When you deal with people's issues and when you deal with where people at are at and when you deal with the sin issues, you got to get down in the trenches and you're going to have some, some negative reports. People are not going to like everything you have to say. Amen. And that, I'm going to calm myself down because it's time for me to go to a break. And I will let y'all know that my husband will be joining me in the next segment, I think. <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. <laughs> I know I was fired up before the break. I get like that sometimes. I do preach. On this show, I mostly talk and I mostly teach. But I do preach on occasion. <laughs> but anyway, 
It's been a long time since I've had my bestest friend in the whole wide world on the show with me. He's more than my friend. He's my husband. He's my companion. He's my, I'm his road dog, I guess you could say. He's a lot of things to me. Anyway, he's my husband. Mr. Chris, Minister Chris, are you with me? Hello there. Hi, how are you? Just wonderful. As I would say in our everyday conversations, hey, handsome. <laughs> hey, gorgeous. Ah, and then, and then I would blush. <laughs> hey, I know you were listening, and I was getting a little bit worked up. I'm supposed to be, I'm, I'm going to be wrapping up um, the series that we've been talking about uh, regarding deliverance and regarding being set free from sin and, and from bondage in our lives, but I just wanted to give you an opportunity to comment on anything that I have said thus far. I was getting worked up about this whole uh, depiction of Christianity and men being Christians who have ongoing lust issues. Uh, well, I think it has to do with, um, a lot of it has to do with their relationship their actual relationship with God, uh, the, how strong is the relationship? Because if there's a close-knit relationship with God, then you're going to, with, with, with the Lord, you're going to feel what the Lord feels. You're going you're gonna to have a conscience. You're going you're gonna to understand that when you hurt, when you hurt the Lord, when you, when you sin and you hurt the Lord, that, that, he hurts, and, and 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 you're supposed to feel something. You're supposed to you're supposed to feel you're you're out of place if you're calling yourself a Christian, or if you mm -hmm. if, if you're a so-called Christian and 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 you're sinning willfully. You can't feel. Uh, you can't go on go on with your business like normal. No. You should feel terrible. You should you should want to get right. You should want to stop everything and fix this because I can't go on this way. But if it's something that that you're doing habitually and doing it and and it's conquering you rather than you getting delivered from it, then it's just a cycle of uh re a repetitive cycle of falling down, getting back up, falling down, getting back up. And then time goes by, and you're spending most of your Christian life defeated, and you have no power. Okay. All right. Well. And 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 we don't see a lot of power in today's church in a lot of ministries. We don't see the power because there's. There's clots in the line. God's God's word can't get through and reach everything it's supposed to reach, because um, the, the 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 spiritual ethics are not met. Mm -hmm. So how can you how can you serve good food on a dirty plate? Mm. 
and and that's exactly what we're talking about you know mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm. ethics mm-hmm. and it's 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 not what you do when people are watching it's what you do when you're by yourself you know you may think you got away with something but ultimately all you're doing is 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 digging a, a deeper hole and stagnating and and god can't use you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're spinning you're spinning your wheels well, I I like what you said about, I mean, I like everything that you said, but you said, what did you just say? You said something about if you, if you can just repeatedly sin and you don't feel bad about it, I mean, I have to question, I would have to question your conversion. I would have to question whether you really experienced conversion whether you experienced, you know, because uh, if you're born again, you're going to feel convicted when you sin. Right. You know, you, you, you're not just going to keep on doing it without and, and without any conviction. It's completing, completing the work as far as um, being born again. You still have other work to you. You, you don't want to stop there. Right. You want to be you. You want to get filled with the Holy Spirit, you, you have to be sanctified and you have to, once you start the work, you have to stay, stay on, on the job. You have to keep advancing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like in the military, once you come in the military, you can't stay at the, at the um, initial rank that you came in. You're right. supposed to grow as you go or like raising a child. A child is supposed to grow and you're supposed to grow. If you're, if you're a, 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 a born again believer, mm-hmm. a born again Christian, you have to grow. And right. if you if you don't grow, then you're going to be stunted, and you're going to stay right where you are, and you're going to be defeated. Anytime the devil wants to uh, come at you, he's gonna he's gonna feel like he can come at you anytime he wants. And because he he succeeds, then he knows he knows he can succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, and and mm-hmm. you can go into stages where you are successful you know 90 days without sinning and and, and then but the devil will, 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 will search for an opportunity you know and and look for a back door and get you and then mm-hmm. you're right you're right where you were mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's why we have to um pray without ceasing we have to stay connected to god we have to seek him study his word um be accountable um Attach yourself to to believers, and and when I say believers, I I I, I mean the true not, believer, not someone that just believes, but someone that's that that's living the life, right? And, and you know it, right? Right? No, um, right? There's people. There's so many people who call themselves Christian, but if you if you if you get in your car and follow them. You'd be amazed what 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 a Christian is if if they're the example. You'd be, you'd be blown away. Hey man, and I tell you, I just I just I get so worked up because I have such a uh, you know I know what it's like to struggle in your Christian walk. I know what it's like to struggle with sin. You know, in my early in my earlier years uh, as a as a teenager, you know, I struggled with certain uh, things, 
some of these things that I've talked about on the show, even, you know, um, I was involved with my first husband before we got married sexually, and, and I struggled in that area. So I'm not in any way trying to say that I don't understand people struggling. In the beginning, perhaps, or before, before you get delivered, but that's why I teach about deliverance, because you can be delivered from these things. You can be set free from these things so that you can, as, as you said, honey, get the victory over it. You know, you're supposed to grow. You're not supposed to be in the same place five years later as you were when right. you first accepted Christ. And see, so many people have bought, um, have been sold a bill of goods by the enemy and they've accepted that this is just the way it is. You know, they go to church Sunday and come back next Sunday, maybe go to choir rehearsal. And, and they're just they're just on a routine and they 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 get drop kicked all week by the devil. Uh, they get defeated all week by the devil. So making it to church Sunday, they go in a beat up state. They never really get to worship. They never really get deliverance. And they go and they get a little bit of little bit of clapping and singing and jumping around and then eat some chicken and potato salad and go back home and prepare to cover up again because of the next day's drop kicking by the devil. No, so, I say the deep you sound like you're describing a defensive mode a de uh, of uh, living. Uh, right. Instead of you're an offensive. It's defensive. You're not. You're not conquering anything. Yeah. Your conquer is making it to next Sunday. <laughs> and then, and then, if there's a testimony, I just want to thank the Lord for giving me through this week. <laughs> well, well, what did you accomplish? You know, where is the, where is the testimony? Right. Where you is know? the test that you overcame? And, and we, the and the blow that you served to the enemy's camp. Right, and the, the, the pastors are supposed to equip and prepare you to go out for battle. Mm -hmm. you, walk, you walk out of that church, you're supposed to go out with your shield up and your sword swinging. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and anything that pops his head up, you, you take him out in the mm -hmm. name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and, and, and we can't, you can't have the victim mentality. Amen. And that's where that's 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 where a lot of people are. They're they're defeated. They're defeated before uh, the word go. Well, I know we only have a minute, so I don't know how much of this we'll get in before our break. But um, I was I was thinking or saying to myself, you know, that these hirelings, <laughs> the hirelings, the the false pastors. They don't spend too much time on this cultivating people to live victorious. Do you, when we come back from break, maybe you can give me your opinions on why that is. Why is it that they don't spend time in, in these areas anymore? Matter of fact, a lot of them will tell you it don't take all that no more. All they'll do is teach people just the prayer of salvation and then keep on preaching them the positive, as they call it, the, the positive, the uplifting stuff. So after break, we'll hear your thoughts on that.
Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible, even when surrounded by poopy divers and piles of laundry, and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen masters and diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton, Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay. Minister Chris, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, you know, why, why the pastors are not dealing with this area of deliverance? Why, not, why they're not dealing with people's issues and their sin issues and um, helping them get free? Well, I feel um, in this time that God really can move. He really moves best in the smaller churches where you can get more personal attention. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, The the, the small church, a smaller church family, to me, you really can know your people. Mm, mm -hmm. You You can know the flock and... You can you can dig deeper into the word and 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 you can you can just have better teaching 
and then and then you can raise up stronger disciples uh, in that situation. I feel like the, the churches nowadays are so big to where they're speaking to the masses and everything is on a time schedule. Mm-hmm. There's so many services. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now the pastor has been thrust into the position of really a businessman. Mm-hmm. He, he has such an agenda. Um, his calendar, his calendar of events and, and everything. And we've gotten away from following God's agenda and seeing what he says, according to the leading of the Holy Spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He may tell you, take your whole church of 24 members and I'm going to send you all to Africa. You know, don't worry about work, jobs, anything. I'll take care of it. And 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 a small community, a, a small congregation can do that. Can can mm-hmm. have faith in God and go. And they all will come back with a testimony. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but but it's it's like the the fabric is it's so it's stretched so so wide that. Nothing. Nothing is. There's the foundation is is very weak. Mm-hmm. And you have one person carrying the load. Now there's many, there's many ministries in the big churches, but those ministries are ran like a business. A lot of times they never get to even talk to the pastor. They're getting second hand and third hand, and uh, the minutes are hand out, and and so everything is like a boardroom. Right. You know. The musicians, Did, everything. Less personal, just not right. just so, unable so, to provide the hands-on. Right, so God's hands are literally tied, but yet they're conducting business in his name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and, and so the person that really needs to be ministered to, that really needs the hands-on, um, may not it may not get what he needs because the person that's 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 the leader, the most spiritual one there, may be in his Learjet somewhere. Well, you know, the flip side, I hadn't I hadn't really thought too much of the flip side of this, but I wonder I wonder too how many of the people that go to the the humongous churches if that is not the reason that they go, maybe, maybe they go there because they don't want to be, uh, you know, they don't want that involvement. They want to, they don't want it. There you go. (laughs) They want to fly under the radar. They don't want to be accountable. They want to just be able to put a check in the square and say, yeah, I go to this church because it gives them, uh, social recognition or prestige or whatever to say that they go there, but they don't really and truly want, you know, I'm not making a blanket statement, but I'm just saying, I wonder, I I wonder because what draws people to different ministries, you know, I feel that naturally Mm -hmm. our human nature, we, we, we understand that when we go to, to be in God's presence and to hear from the Lord, we naturally feel better. Mm-hmm. Whether if we went up and received the Lord that day, 
in front of the people or in our seats or we naturally feel as though I mean you can take you can take say you have four kids they're all um adults but you have that one who who was always in trouble always in and out of reform school in and out of jail everything but he he goes to church and um he wants to he comes home and he wants to tell mama guess what mama i went to church today you know mm-hmm. he feels good about himself and he and he expects to be accepted because of that so i, I feel like when people when people go whether it's a big church or small church they're actually going initially to hear from god mm. Mm-hmm. Or, to, or to feel good or to feel like they've been in God's presence. Mm-hmm. There, there's mm-hmm. a feeling you get when, I mean, with a lot of people, it's 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 the music. True. You know? mm-hmm. And you may not have gone there for the music, but you may have gotten ministered to through the music. And then that music opened your heart up for the word, prepared you to receive the word. But what happens is we we get caught up into the music and we go for the music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We go for the music and then we shut off when the music is over and the music is supposed to it's supposed to enhance the service but it's not supposed to be bigger than the word mm-hmm. it's supposed to usher you in the presence but it's 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 become something other than what it's supposed to be and so in my opinion the church needs to go back to the old landmark where we were the instruments. We are the music. We 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 use our voices and get in tune with God Almighty. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then He can come in pure. Well, I think that in addition to that, we need to stop entertaining people. Exactly. And. Uh, we the individuals the people need to become well like you said we need to become the music we need to you know we need to start being the worshipers we you know need to, we we need to stop die going at the to door. be entertained yeah and go to worship the lord yourself not not for someone to entertain you um i want to make this make this uh this statement here Many who need deliverance don't even realize they need it. A lot of people that are going to church don't even realize that they need deliverance, dear. And they've, and been, I, put, they've been put in positions where they're the one who is praying for people. Right. And they're the ones that need the deliverance themselves. They don't even realize that they need it because they live in deception. Then their pastor... Or the leaders, not just the pastor, because there should be more than one type of leadership in a ministry. You know, the Bible, the Lord said he gave us the fivefold ministry. He gave us the office of the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, and the evangelist. You know, and there's many, there's other ministries. There's ministries of helps. There's there's other ministries, okay? But, but if the leadership doesn't address issues when they see issues in people's life when they don't see um, repeated sin or when they see repeated sin and when they see you know what i'm saying if they don't address it a lot of times the people don't even know they need deliverance they think they're fine 
Right, because they have because when they come in there, um, hurt and dirty, and and I mean spiritually dirty and spiritually mm-hmm. hurt, um, they they they're looked at as a person that can fill a seat. Yeah, at a, as a person with a with an offering, you know. Right, right, and and, and we've gotten off the mark of what um, serving God is really supposed to be about. You know, and so answering answering your first question, these pastors, these leaders have to have to seek God about everything. And if it means the church emptying out, so be it. But you have to say you have to say what God gives you to say. And you have to be pure first and foremost. Amen. So God can speak clearly through you, and then and then deliverance can happen. Well, li- listen. Listen to this next statement. Um, it will take the word of God preached with authority and the conviction of the Holy Spirit to reveal your condition to you. When a person is living in when they when they need deliverance and they don't even know it. When they're living in sin, that's not something that just that that they can just come to understand through logic. No, through uh, being a good orator, you know, through having the gift of gab. That's not something that they can come to terms with. You know what I'm saying? In a real way, you're just you're just doing a job. You're not you're not ministering. If you you just you're just an orator. Without the word of God, and I mean preached in its, in an unadulterated form, preached, you know, without the, 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 without watering it down, without, you know what I'm saying, doctoring it up to make it seem like it's. Giving it the way the Lord gave it to you. Yes. The word of God preached with authority and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. That's what's going to bring the desire. That's what's going to prick someone's heart to make them say, hey, ooh, that's me right there. That's me. I need, I need to be set free from that. I need to overcome that. I don't want to be that way anymore. So, we'll be back after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones' story. 
You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. and insight, problems and solutions, capitalizing on your ideas and efforts. That's all a part of Changing the World One Invention at a Time with Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Rick will be sharing stories of innovation, invention, inspiration, and overcoming obstacles with guests who have been there, done that, and are doing that. Rick will be asking the right questions, helping you identify the real problems, and showing you how to act on your ideas by increasing consumer confidence, and more importantly, increasing your confidence to act on your ideas. For even more information, go to thinktech, that's T-E-K, globally.com. Then join us as Rick and his guest teaches how to develop new ideas and create new products, new businesses, new jobs. And together, let's get our economy growing again. It's changing the world one invention at a time with author and inventor Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Well, I'm not Minister Diane Jones. I'm Minister Chris Jones, Diane's husband, and we're picking up where we left off, um, talking about basically deliverance in the, in the church and, and the, the Christian who has a weak walk. Um, my last point I wanted to make is, is where we have to be for God's word to really get through is we have to and it starts from the head to the, to, the, to the toe. We have to, each person has to come to the place where they ask God to um, create, create in me a sanctuary, you know, where, where we ask God to use us and so we can be an instrument for him. But in order to be an instrument for him, we have to, we have to, we have to be clean. We have to be cleansed. We have to... Mm-hmm be prostrate before God mm-hmm. and say, God, take out, take out everything. See, people say, take out anything not like you, but we have to be totally purified. Mm-hmm. All of me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if my heart is bad, that's just, that's just going to feed on through to my lungs, my kidney, my livers, my pancreas, everything. So, Run all of me through the fire mm-hmm. and, 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 and cleanse me from head to toe so that I may be used. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and you can't raise hell all week and then pray that prayer uh, at 1045 Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, you got all of this res- 
residue of sin all over you. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a lifestyle and you, you should be, we, we have to strive for God's perfection. Mm -hmm. We have to walk where he wants us to walk. We have to, we have to say, Lord, what is your will for me to do? What mm -hmm. do you want me to fast? Do you, you know, um, what do you have me to do this day? And we have to do it every day. And we're supposed to pray without ceasing, you know. And when you do that, now you're in communion with God. And when you're in communion with God, the devil can't interrupt that. He, because God's too powerful. Mm -hmm. And you're in, you're in God's presence. It's just like it's just like a bully is around the corner, but you're with your older brother, and your older brother is a bad dude, you know, a marine or something. And the bully, the bully sees you with your older brother, so he stays out of the way. Mm -hmm. As soon mm -hmm. as your older brother jump in the car and drive off, here comes the bully. Right. You know? mm -hmm. So the, de the devil knows who he can mess with and when he can mess with you. But if you're in 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 the presence of the Lord, Amen. Constantly, I mean, at the job, if you're if you're praying constantly at the job, most foolishness will not affect you because you're in a place where the enemy can't come. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. it's happening all around you, but it don't mm -hmm. affect you. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have peace in the middle of a storm and it may sound cliche, but it's true. Right. And, but it, it's, it's not a popular word. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, deliverance is not a popular word. No, it's not. It's, Sacrifice is not a popular word. No. Fasting is not a popular word. So these are a lot of things that we, pro we we don't hear at these big churches. We hear about prosperity. Mm -hmm. uh, you say you say new car, new home, people come running. Where, where, where do I sign up? And it's your season and it's your it's, time yeah, to, it's your time to blow it's your up season. and it's your time to uh, it's your but, time to get right with the king. Right. <laughs> It's your time to live holy. It's your time to, uh, to, to, to do what is your reasonable service. Our reasonable service to God is to yield our, ourself. Our, that's right. our reasonable service. And you see, know? What, 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 what God is coming back for is a remnant. That's right. The church that he comes back and get is not going to be huge it's going to be it's going to be small it's going to be so small that the world is not even going to believe that that we were taken well going compared to, to the masses yeah compared to the masses they're going to blame it on ufos or whatever but it's going to be the ones who have been keeping keeping their their irons in the fire the ones has who have been diligent who have been running the race and falling down getting up but steadily running the race well, and, let me, and the the popular people won't be there. Well, that that's going to lead me into the scriptures that I wanted to give uh, before I leave the before we leave the air. Um, your point, I'm going to read from Revelations 22, 11 through 14. But I want to I want to say before I read that, I sincerely pray. That this series, the reason we've spent so much time on this, and we will probably keep touching on it throughout 
our show, but, but but it's so important that Christians get victory in their lives. So I really pray that this series has been valuable to you, the listeners, towards helping you lay aside any bondage, any weights, or sin that is hindering your walk with God. We want to see you set free. We want to see you overcome. We want to see you live a victorious life because that is what Christ said we can all do. That we are more than conquerors through him. Contrary to popular belief, we must live holy. If we want to reign with Christ when he returns for us, we have to live holy. And so to tag on to what Minister Chris just said, Revelations 22, starting at verse 11, says, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. This is talking about when Christ returns. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. He's going to reward us according to our work, according to our life. If we're holy when he comes, we'll continue to be holy. If you're filthy, you'll continue to be filthy and you'll be rewarded according to that. Okay. Then he goes on to say, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments. That they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates in the city. Doesn't that go along with what you were just saying? Yes, it does. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it means ahead. that we are going to we're going to be rewarded either way it goes. If you're if, if you're raising hell, hell will be your reward. Amen. Okay. If you're, if you're serving God diligently, the best of your ability, seeking him, having faith in him, trusting him, making him your everything, that's, that's, that's exactly who you'll be when he comes, and he'll, he'll continue to take care of you. But God doesn't have anything cheap. When he takes care of us, when, when he takes us to his city, everything is first class. We don't really know what first class is because we haven't experienced it yet. We only know what's what's on this earth. But the, the, the scriptures say, ears have not heard, eyes have not seen what he has in store for us. And I'd rather have that promise and live on a promise than, than be somebody that's, that's playing a game. And the Bible is the most widely read book of all time, the most popular book, even even atheists have to admit that fact. And um, it's 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 our guidebook for how to live this life. And many many will turn away 
many have turned away. When I think of the numbers of people that have lived a lifetime and has died, and I'm just thinking a full life, that have died and gone on, that have walked this earth, that will tell you the size of, of, of how big hell, hell has to be. Hmm. The number of people that have lived and died, not that's alive now, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. before us, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it, really, it really says a whole lot. If you go to a cemetery and count the, the gravestones and then think how many, say, say there's a thousand gravestones, say, well, I wonder how many people out of this thousand are with the Lord. And then multiply that by all the cemeteries on, in, in the U.S. or in the, the world. Mm-hmm. You'll get an idea. That's about all I have to say. I'll let my <laughs> wife take over. Well, what I what I hope maybe is next week, because next week we plan on getting into the topic of cheating. And I want to have a male perspective on that topic next week. Oh, but to boy. wrap <laughs> I know. <laughs> to wrap up tonight's show, I want to say that after you have been delivered, keep your environment holy. Make melody in your heart. Sing praises to the Lord. Listen to pure praise and worship music. Learn to laugh at your calamity. Make mockery of Satan your enemy. Doing so will strengthen you and weaken his assault on you. Find humor in your situation where you can. Assemble yourself with other believers as often as you can. It does not have to be in a church. It's great if you can find a church with holy people, with disciples of Jesus Christ. Um, Like we said, a lot of churches nowadays are carnal. They don't possess or walk in the power of God. But assemble yourself as much as you can with other believers to remain strong. We'll see you next week.